What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans, episode 136. We're your host, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And today we're going to do our Magic Bean Awards. And Stinky Beans. And Stinky Beans for our 2018 movies that we watched. Right. So as you know, all the movies that we see during the year, we rank them. And now it's our our turn to uh, give out the awards. Give out the awards. So it's going to be a fun day. Um, it's... I enjoy this day because everything's pretty much written down. We're just going to go from top to bottom. Let's go. All right. Are you ready? Unless you got news. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has their score of glass out. Ooh, kicking off 2019. Yeah, it looks like we're going to kick it off the opposite way that we did last year when we did it with uh, Black Panther. With glass has an opening score of 36. Ooh, can't wait. It's uh, not looking too good for a... Glass. Mm. So that and uh, yeah, let's just uh, let's get into it. Okay, let's do it. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay. Uh, before we get into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has something to do with. Out of all the movies we saw last year. What movie were you most surprised about that you that, that you, I liked or that I didn't like? Well, both. I want, I'm just curious. Which one did you didn't really have much feelings one way or another? Just kind of went into it, and then was better than you thought. And which one was kind of eh, it was worse and well, I, I would say better than I thought would be Awful Man because as you know, I had no uh-huh. no hopes. Because of how much I've been disappointed beforehand. And, you know, kind of wishy-washy on Jason Momoa's acting. Mm-hmm. I think he looked the part. But yeah. the acting, could he hold up an entire movie? And I think he did a good job with that. So I feel like Aquaman and, I mean, even Bumblebee, mm-hmm. I would say it's a lot better than any of the others. That's another one where I had the eye roll yeah. anytime we talked about it. But um, I have to say that, you know... I, I I'm not too proud to say that it was a pretty good pretty good movie, and that I liked it and I thought Bumblebee was good and I thought that the the Transformers looked really cool and you know a lot mm-hmm. more um, like the cartoons and the toys and like more kind of um, I was gonna say I you know I'm thinking of the word like more um, you know. Like what you expect them to be. Yeah. I can't think of the word. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say that would be the ones that I think. I mean, I don't know. The ones that were bad, I really wasn't. There weren't any movies that I thought were going to be good and then turned out to be bad. The ones that were bad were pretty much figured they would be bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Deadpool 2, I would say, was a lot worse that's where I, I was going to go. I, I, my expectations for Deadpool two were, uh, I guess I don't want to say high, but I think that they were realistically high. I was expecting it to be better than the first one, knowing that the success that they had, thinking, okay, this Ryan Reynolds is going to build onto what it was, and then it turned out to be pretty much a redo kind of rehash of the first one where I was like okay there really wasn't anything that put it over the top for me that was kind of my my you know turd movie yeah and I would think that yeah you saw the first Deadpool you know with you know they had really good marketing and all that kind of stuff and then that one was awesome it was different Mm -hmm. you know Ryan Wells you could tell that he loved the character you know you can tell that and in this one you still had all of that yeah. But like you said, it was just rehash of the first... Ooh, this joke was funny in the first movie. Let's do it, but make it, you know, even mm-hmm. more out there. And it's like, you don't need to do that on everything. I feel like they kind of did the same thing, like, with The Hangover. The Hangover was kind of like this mm-hmm. success that nobody expected. And it was like, oh my gosh, this movie's so great. Let's do a sequel. And it was pretty much just... The same story, same, same story kind of in stuff. Thailand. Yeah. 
And now, it's like, granted, there, there were some funny parts in Hangover 2, but it's like, yeah, the, the funny yeah, parts. The same it, thing. There's some funny parts in Deadpool 2. Yeah, and there's some good stuff in Deadpool 2, but for the most part, it is just kind of, it was my, my kind of dud of the year. Yeah. Like, I was going into thinking, okay, this movie, it no-brainer, top five for me this year, and it turns out that it is in the bottom five for me. Uh-huh, me too. So I would not have pegged it to be there starting off the year. Mm-hmm. I bring these up because at the end of this, I, I want to kind of see what your uh, expectations are or what movie this year you're kind of... Uh, I have to think about what all is coming out this year. That's okay. Don't worry about it. I got a list. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I got a list of some movies on here and, and that may or may not be on our list for this year. Then we'll just... Let's see. We'll just see which one you think... You know, you're looking forward to. Well, I mean, I know which one you're looking forward to, and which one on this list you might think is a dud. I pretty much probably have that one nailed down too. <laughs> is it glass? <laughs> <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> so, okay, cool. So that's after we get through the uh, Magic Bean and Stinky Bean Awards. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right. We are going to start off with Best Villain for 2018 from the movies we saw. Not all the movies that came out, but just from the the 16 movies that we went and saw this past year. Mm-hmm. All right. Best villain. We have Thanos, Killmonger, and Ocean Master. Do we need to say what movie they're from? Okay. If you don't know where Thanos is from, or Killmonger, or Ocean Master, then you might as well turn off this fucking podcast. <laughs> And go find some other uh, some other thing. Somebody, I'm sure there's somebody else reading a book or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thanos, Avengers: Infinity War, Killmonger, Black Panther, Ocean Master, Aquaman. The winner is Thanos. Yeah, hands down. They, they, they were all they were all good, and they all kind of had that same. You can see why they're doing certain things. Ocean Master, to me, he seemed to be more kind of, I mean, yes, we are polluting the ocean, and that's got, you know, his fins all ruffled. Well, you got to think about, and I think we talked about, if somebody was dumping trash into your house, <laughs> you'd yeah. be pretty pissed as well. Yes. And killing. And, and speaking of pissed, yeah, I'm sure there's... <laughs> Piss yeah. in his house too. Right. I mean, it's the ocean. That's where yeah. we're dumping everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but out of those three, they were they're all good. They all were great in those movies. Those are all three solid movies. Thanos yeah, I mean, for Thanos what is for gonna... what he did. I mean, I mean he got he... rid of half of everybody. Right. Half of all living things in the universe. The fact that he leaves, and and also that you know he kind of won at the end of Infinity yeah. War. And the fact that he's such a foe that it's like, how are you going to beat him? Like, mm-hmm. he now he you know he had the glove. I mean, he had the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, he kind of is like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Which I guess we'll find out. But oh. it's just like he's rolled this into two movies. Yeah, I mean, so he's. I mean, he's going to be up for it again next year, unless yeah. there's some big twist thing in there. Some other... Where he becomes a hero? Bad guy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, Thanos, yeah, hands down. I mean, it's epic. Okay. All right. Uh, best visual effects. We have Avengers. We have Fantastic Beast, Ready Player One, and Aquaman. The winner is... Ready Player One. Yep. There. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I feel like like there was a lot of good special effects in a lot of movies this year. Like yeah, I think that there was. Um, like I had a hard time on our stinky beans mm-hmm. on picking out worst special effects because even if there's it's a, a bad lot movie, of good ones. Even if it's a bad movie, the visual effects. It's mm-hmm. kind of like then they put all their money into that. But it's like, you know, even like with Aquaman, you know, they have, were in post-production for almost two years, it seems like. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it, it's worth it because it's a yes. hard... And with that, it's a hard thing for it to look real. Mm-hmm. And they did for the most part. 
you know, people living underwater looked real, talking underwater. Yeah. And but Ready Player One, I feel like the reason I picked it for the winner is that not only did you have really great visual effects, but even like, you know, bringing back Iron Giant, bringing back the DeLorean, you know, dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like not only were they creating new visual effects, but they were recreating old ones like the shine. I mean, Mm -hmm. the scene where they're in the shining is awesome. Just, I mean, it's creepy. (laughs) And the way that they can recreate it, and you feel like you're back in that movie. And Mm -hmm. that's, how hard is that to recreate a movie from the 70s to make it fit into their world, but also keep the same look from the 70s, you know? Yeah. Oh, I I completely agree. So I think that, you know, on that, it's just kind of really... And it was kind of unexpected like all the easter eggs that they kind of put in there you know mm-hmm. you know that there were going to be some and you know you know even from the trailer you saw some of it but i mean it's just load i mean the whole point of the movie is easter eggs i mean the yes whole yeah. point mm-hmm. is the eggs and keys and stuff so um that's why i that's why i picked it for the winner mm-hmm. all right moving on the best cgi character we have Bumblebee, the Jurassic World dinosaurs. They all looked great, but when I, when I read that, I think of like the villainous dinosaur, mm-hmm. the all mixed up thing. So cool. And Thanos, where I think, especially on some of the the tighter shots on his face and the detail and like some of you can almost see like scruff mm-hmm. on there. Man, it was incredible. Okay, so out of those three, we have gone with Bumblebee. Uh, My reasoning for Bumblebee is I think that in this Transformers movie, they did what I wanted the other ones to do, which was to simplify the Transformers, Mm -hmm. but make them look cool. But you could also see what they've transformed from right, and I thought this movie was awesome with with the Transformers, even the the bad guys, the Decepticons in there, and Optimus Prime, and it they just looked so much better. They didn't have all this detailed moving part crap that Michael Bay had stuck in there to where once they transformed, you really couldn't tell what they besides were. the coloring. Yeah, that was it, and barely that. Mm-hmm. I yeah I agree I think you know I like Bumblebee because you could see the punch bug like on his chest like you mm-hmm. could tell the fenders and and um and even it was that that old Jeep Willie yeah when and he when he was yeah. a Jeep he looked different when he was in his uh-huh. robot form than he did when he was a punch bug yes and I'm sure if this was Michael Bay doing it you you wouldn't be able to tell mm-hmm. it just would have been robot Bumblebee right. So, I mean, I, I agree. They did a really good job with doing that with, mm. with him. And then even like the other, you know, Autobots and stuff that you saw on Cybertron, you know. Yeah. But yeah, Bumblebee, I thought this is what should have been done since the beginning in yes. the way of look. And, and I don't know why Michael Bay wanted to overcomplicate the Transformers. I don't know if, if it's because he's like, we can do this and it's going to be awesome. We can stick in all this BS detail stuff, but then it just was too, I, I, I just didn't like it. I, I mean, like thing, this. This was, this was great. But the thing is when you first saw it, you didn't know that you didn't like it until you, I mean, when it started going on and on, Yeah, once like, you, when the first one came five? out, it was like, Oh, those are cool. I think it also has something to do with the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like when it came out, the year, what was kind of happening with CGI back then versus. Mm-hmm. True. It's kind of like you have to think about the 90s when Independence Day came out and all of that alien kind of stuff was big. I mean, if you had an alien in your movie, it was like you were in the top. <laughs> you made it, you know, so much. But in the 2000, you know, like when that came out a few years ago, nobody cares about those kind of movies. It's like it also I feel like you mm-hmm. have to read the audience at that time of the year or, you know, that time in their 
existence, you know, like mm-hmm. that time frame. Yeah. Like what is happening. And I think now people are, you know, kind of seeing movies a different way because it's like it doesn't need to be extravagant. It needs to look real and it needs to look believable because you can do believable now. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do all this other stuff to make, to kind of hide mistakes and stuff. Like if you did, you know, you don't have to yeah. have everything happen at night because you can do good CGI. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. Moving on. All right. Best fight or action scene. Um, we have the final battle in Ready Player One. We have the battle with the trench monsters in Aquaman. Solo, the castle run. It's Kessel. 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 Kessel run. <laughs> And the battle in Wakanda for Avengers Affinity War. And the winner is Battle with the Trench Monsters. Yeah, I mean, I have to say that when they show them jump into the water with that Mm -hmm. flare, and you can see them, you basically just see this red light, but then you can kind of just see, I mean, it's like the water is all trench monster. Yes. Just that kind of... That scene of oh my, I mean, just impending doom. I mean, kind it, of. it was a awesome, awesome scene. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could see that in comic books, and I, it was just, it was just very kind of artistically done, and it was, it was awesome. Yeah, because it's not just the CGI, but it's kind of how they showed it as well to kind of mm-hmm. show the impending. Because you know they they talk about the trench, and that's kind of where they send people off to die. Mm-hmm. And you can see that it is impossible, you know, you can see how it's impossible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even when they're on the boat and they're those kind of, those, those creatures just kind of show up. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden you look and they're like all over the boat. Kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like bugs. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but I, I think that kind of, you did see that a little bit in the preview, but seeing it on the big screen as well. Mm-hmm. And you just see them I mean, swimming, and you just have like they don't like the light, and you know, I mean, just, just the monsters themselves too. The way that they look, they're kind oh, of like man, those so angler cool. fish, mm-hmm. which are already creepy. But you can kind of see, you know, I kind of like it when there's something in real life that you could tell that they're using as inspiration, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like those creepy, creepy face fish, yeah. trenchy dudes. But I like it. <laughs> All right, best team up. We have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Aquaman and Mira, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. Yeah, kind of that little grouping. Mm-hmm. And then we have Solo and Chewie. The winner is Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. Those, those three, especially those two, with Iron Man and Doctor Strange meeting at the park, and then like those two teaming up from that moment moving forward then being joined by Peter Parker in the little fight scene in mm-hmm. New York and then hopping onto the ship and those those three it's kind like, of like their storyline yes like all their interactions with each other were hilarious mm-hmm. with Doctor Strange and Tony Stark pretty much looking very similar to one another they're both I mean, they're very smart the people person. I mean it's like one I mean they're both super self-centered I mean, yeah. they both think very highly of themselves. They mm-hmm. have the same haircut or the same was, facial hair. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was very hilarious. They both like to be the leader or think that they know everything. Mm-hmm. The plan, you know, and just that kind of, you know, you hate him because he's you, don't you? <laughs> yeah. And then, then you throw in Peter mm-hmm. and his relationship with Tony Stark was hilarious. And then when the, he first meets Doctor Strange, he's like, oh, we're doing our superhero names? Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just it's just hilarious stuff. So I like that yeah. one the best. Yeah, I think that they're definitely, because you think about the whole movie is like team-ups, but that one I feel like had the best moments in it. And even when they, you know, get together with the Guardians and it's kind of like their actions with that when they have the fight mm-hmm. scene at uh, with Thanos on his home planet. And um, yeah, but... I do think that, you know, like you said, Iron Man and Doctor Strange kind of 
even just the jokes and stuff that Iron Man, you know, you're embarrassed me in front of the wizard and kind of, you know, with, mm-hmm. um, with uh, the Hulk and, and stuff. And then like. uh, it's, you also look at when Doctor Strange told, told uh, Tony Stark, you know, we're in the end game now, which yeah. kind of led into the uh, Avengers 4. Mm-hmm. So it's all pretty good. Yeah. All right. Best moment. We have the snap from Avengers Infinity War. Aquaman becoming king of Atlantis. Yeah, like the, when you first at, see him in mm-hmm. his suit. In his comic trident. book orange and suit with his the trident. Uh, not that, you know, other one that he had. Or, his mom's. But I do like in that movie how they explained all these other different tridents from that kind of passed down. Sorry. Went, took an off, off exit there. Uh, Ready Player One, the free life at the very end where everyone else is dead, but he still has the, the free life. Like he doesn't understand how he is still alive, and then he gets in his pocket and he's got that coin he won mm-hmm. from, you know, the... I can't remember what was that, the butler guy. <laughs> yeah. And then we have Thor lands with Stormbreaker in the Battle of Wakanda. Yeah, I mean, I almost feel like, you know, that's a moment that, you know, gives me, almost gives me goosebumps because it's kind of like mm-hmm. this battle is overwhelming and then all of a sudden Thor shows up and it's like... It was such a badass in that scene. Like, he just landed and it's just like, I am going to destroy Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and the winner is, for best moment, The Snap. Just because of everything, the magnitude of that, where half the universe is gone, and then that snap rolled into the Ant-Man and the Wasp after credits as well. It was a huge event to where it's going to take two movies to wrap it up. Mm -hmm. So that movie is... I mean, it's kind of like the... um impact like it's like the impact of that moment as much Mm -hmm. as the moment itself because i guess going into it i guess i just i i didn't know that they were actually going to have him do it Mm -hmm. it's like okay if he gets all of them and he does it they're gone so there's no way they're going to have him do it and then they actually did and i was like what the hell and then almost even like the snap and then how the people kind of just disintegrated. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like then it's not like he snaps and then all these people aren't there. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's kind of like then it's almost you you see them. Mm-hmm. And then you're seeing who are the ones that are, are being turned to dust and disappearing. Yeah. And it's like, okay. I guess going into that movie, I thought, okay, he, he's going to win. This movie, because there's a second one, but I didn't know that he was going to get as far as he did with the snap. I figured he would he would be like one stone short. Yeah. And and there would be a big moment that would be a cliffhanger, but I thought it would be more of someone dying, not the snap where half of everyone dies. Yes. I thought it would be more like, you know, somebody who's not coming back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. So... Let's move on to Best Supporting Actor slash Actress. Actor. Okay. I'm going to need your help on this because I'm going to... So you to... need me to do the names on this one? Uh-huh. You want uh-huh. me to take uh-huh. over? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which I can't guarantee. I know how to pronounce some of these names either. So forgive me to the actors slash actresses that we mess up their names. Yes. We, we uh, apologize. Yeah. Okay. So first up, we have Best Supporting... So this could be female or male. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, we have Letitia Wright from Black Panther, who plays Shiri. Mm-hmm. We have Denai Guerrera, who is also from Black Panther. She plays Old. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Ayoke. Ayoke. Uh, okay. I think Ayoke. Something like that. Yeah, whatever. We also have Zazie Beats from Deadpool 2, who played Domino. We also have Kate Blanchett, that is... Oh, I forgot what her character. What's her name? Lou. Lou in Ocean 8. Mm-hmm. 
And then we have Woody Harrelson from Solo and his character Beckett. Beckett. So, out of those, the winner is Zazie Beats from Deadpool 2. Because she uh-huh. plays Domino, we feel, and I, or I feel, she was the best part of the movie. I will support you 100% because I think we can pull the podcast of Deadpool 2. And I think we were both on board with she was the best part of Deadpool 2. Right. And it's like I could even just have a Domino movie or have make sure that she's a major character in Deadpool 3 yes. if it's going to be like a group thing. And I think we even said that too. Like if they do the Deadpool 3 or X-Force, which is ends up being the third Deadpool film, which I'm fine with that, she needs to be a big-time player. Because it's kind of like it. it starts off and it's like, what's your superpower? I'm lucky. And you're mm-hmm. like... And, and like I mean, she killed it from, the very, from that very first moment. And she's like, I don't... I don't need a plan. Just it'll just work out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, just like her attitude in I the movie, th- and then like what actually happens to her is hilarious. You know, that's it fits in with the Deadpool kind of feel. But the way that she played the character uh-huh. was amazing. So yeah, like her superpower has made me revisit what is my favorite superpower. Well, that's true. Is, is it speed to go back in time and go real fast and go to the future and do all that stuff, or is it just to be lucky? Not not have to fucking worry about anything because luck is always out. on your side. Well, that's that's a good one. I, have to I mean, it really that. is. That's good. <laughs> so, okay, awesome. And it's a, and it's a lot more helpful in day to day life. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm not like, gonna worry about it. Like, you really shouldn't have a bad day. No, because everything's coming up roses mm-hmm. for you. Maybe not for anybody yeah. else around you. Mm-hmm. Does that mean if you have good luck, everyone around you has bad luck? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, I okay. feel bad for somebody else who's around me if I do have good luck. <laughs> well, I'll make sure I'm not one of those people. <laughs> All right. Best female lead. So, best female lead. We have Evangeline Lilly from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Olivia Cook, Ready Player One. She plays Artemis. Haley Steinfeld from Bumblebee, and Sandra Bullock from Ocean's 8. I don't remember her character's name either. Anyway, you know who she is. She was the lead. <laughs> yeah. Did we Did we give everybody else? Uh, whatever. We did on the other one. This one, I didn't. No, doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> the winner is Evangeline Lilly in Ant-Man the Wasp. She played the Wasp. Yes, and I thought she was awesome in this like they gave her a, a obviously a bigger role to play in this one because it's ant-man and the wasp and not just ant-man well plus the made the fact that she is the first female character in a title role for marvel for marvel mm-hmm. so yeah. i mean oh, it's yeah. kind of a big step for that i mean the, she is the first you know woman to have like a major um well to be in the title mm-hmm. but you know she's in Ant-Man and the Wasp, she's the one who can kick ass and, you know, he's the one who, he get, I mean, he, he gets the job done, but she's like, I, I can take care of this. I, I see I see their relationship like a uh, Lego movie. Yeah, it's true. Like in there where he's like, where the, the dude in there is like the master builder, but he can't build, can't do anything, and she does everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, you know, yes, is he, he does have his stuff, but yeah, she was she's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right, best male lead. So best male lead, we have Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther in Black Panther, <laughs> Paul Rudd, Ant Man in Ant Man <laughs> Wasp. <laughs> You're only doing that just to do that. <laughs> Eddie Redmayne. Who plays that dude in the Fantastic Beasts? <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to do when you got to that. And then Ty Sheridan, who plays Parsival. Oh, look at you. Okay. In Ready Player One. And the winner is Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. He was awesome. Yeah. I mean, he did a great role. I mean, a great job in this movie. He's also, you know, playing the character as well in Avengers. It's mm-hmm. just kind of, I mean, even in the last, you know, the last year of the Civil War, he, mm-hmm. he. Oh, yeah. From him, for what he did there, 
was awesome. And mm-hmm. then for him to continue it into his own movie and all the way through was awesome. It's like, yeah. I, it got me so psyched up to see Black Panther 2. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that, you know, he's another character where, you know, I don't know if he's ever been a lead role you know, carry a movie, you know, kind of, you know, he's been in other movies. I don't I'm, I'm sure he's been in other movies. I'm but like, sure you know, he is. Somebody's you know, probably somebody throwing who, out some other movie that you know, carry I'll never a full see. movie, the title, you know, <laughs> you being the title role character. I mean, he did a great job. Now he had a great supporting cast. And I love the fact that mm-hmm. most of his supporting casts are powerful women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the way that, you know, he, you know, played to them and all that, I think was just as good and you know i think that i mean altogether was a good movie so it's kind of yeah. helps when you're in a good movie to be a good and, and an awesome character and then you know yeah be yeah. able to play that role i, th- I mean it's good. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's good it's good it's good it's good okay that gets us to the uh the best movie for 2018 which we don't really have a lineup for this. It's no. just what is our number one because, you know, we rank the movies. Uh-huh. And so if you listen to our last movie podcast where we go through the rankings, you probably know what our best movie of the year was. Uh, it is Avengers Infinity War. There you go. There was so much of everything in that that went awesome. It, the thing is, no it's brainer. like a movie that can take that many characters... Mm-hmm. And be able to split them up, have different storylines, but yet keep the gist of the overall story arc together, and not feel jumpy and not and feel long. broken up, and yeah, long. I mean, <laughs> they did a great job. Where it's kind of like they almost took, and we had talked about they take a group of characters and make them into almost like one character. Where it's kind of like mm-hmm. that's one character, but the the way that they were able to have so many storylines, have them all come together at the end. Mm-hmm. There's still, um, you know, pieces that, you know, they can, they'll have, you know, need to bring together in the next movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how they have characters meet. And then, like Thor, how he meets the Guardians. Mm-hmm. And then they split off. And then he yeah. takes some Guardians with him. And then the Guardians and the other ones end up meeting Iron Man. And it's kind of like they break up, mm-hmm. they are they split up, they get back together. You know, this piece, you know, Hulk was with Thor, and then he was with um, Doctor Strange, and then he's with Captain... It's like... And that's kind of like a good way of them connecting those groups of characters without mm-hmm. having to actually have them together. Yeah. Like, the logistics of just having all these different people and then having them break apart from like their normal groups mm-hmm. and interact with other characters from other movies that right there needs to be applauded mm-hmm. just because there's so much stuff going on. But then to have all that stuff going on and to have the movie be awesome and make sense. Well, it's not and- even only it's other movies, but other movies from other directors that had totally different mm-hmm. vibes and feels and mm-hmm. able to bring those in, keep their characters true yeah. But then have them fit into this, you know, whole uni- you know, whole mm-hmm. universe cuz like the Guardians feel a lot different than an Iron Man movie and totally or different. Or Captain America for sure. Right. And then, you know, how Thor, I mean, he's totally different than a Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even like I mean, I would say Thor Ragnarok and Guardians are probably pretty close, so that kind of helps bring them together. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's, they, it was a, it's a big movie. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and not only have that, but have it be a half. So there's even more, like taking all that's in Infinity War, adding to it, and changing. And, I mean, it's like this, mm-hmm. the end game, I can't wait to see. Uh, more than just what we've seen. Te- I mean, I would consider yeah. what we've seen a teaser trailer for 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 Endgame more than an actual trailer. Yes, I would think so too. Yeah, from what we from what we saw. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's what is it? April? Isn't it coming out in April? I think they I think moved so. it up, didn't they? I think from they May did. to April. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I am 100 100 100% down. 
with doing the double. Like, Avengers Infinity War, big screen, roll that into Avengers Infinity War, in game. Like, take half a day off? Yeah, that's like, that's <laughs> five hours, at least, of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just of, like, the movie movie. Mm-hmm. Not previews, mm-hmm. intermission between. You're talking, yeah, it is like a day of work. <laughs> yeah. I'm game. I'll put it in the schedule now. Because <laughs> speaking of the schedule now, we already got our Captain Marvel tickets, so. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the stinky beans. It's starting to get kind of smelly in here. Ooh, man, is it. Okay. All right. The stinky bean for the worst villain goes to... Well, the nominees are... Well, the nom- oh, sorry, yes, the nominees are. Sorry, I don't, I don't watch enough of those types of shows. Matter of fact, I don't watch any of those <laughs> shows. So I don't know how this is supposed to go. Who am I supposed to give the rose to or any of that? Uh, <laughs> eye roll. You didn't okay. say it, but there was an eye roll. Yep, okay. Nominees are... Oh, did you need me to do these? Yes. Real names? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, go for it. Okay, and so... Then, then I can do the rest. <laughs> Worst villain nominee... Number one, Walter Goggins, who plays... Somebody in Tomb Raider. The villain in Tomb Raider. He's the worst villain. Yes. He... Okay. This guy was a villain in two movies this year that we saw. He made it for this one. I was fine with him and his part in Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that type of thing for him was perfect. This was too much of him being mm-hmm. that guy. Because they, they were pretty much the same fucking dude. Yeah. This one was not well. No. So, number two, Malin Ackerman. She is from Rampage. Mm-hmm. She's the villain from Rampage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I have I have thoughts, but we're going to keep on moving. <laughs> Then we have Ben Mendelsohn, who is the bad guy from Ready Player One. Then we have Rafi Spall, who's the bad guy, which I forgot I didn't write down. Which I don't know. Oh, he's the bad guy from Jurassic World. Oh, yeah, I knew what movie he was from. I just didn't know his character name in that movie. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Less. I, I mean, I it's, know. yeah. All of these, it's kind of like, come on, dudes. You, they're, they're all, they're all, they're all Bad. Like, they're all just... They're all bad. Mm-hmm. Like... Ready just, Player One. The guy in Ready Player One. You know, I like Ready Player One. He just feels like a stereotypical bad guy in... Mm-hmm. Mo- it's like... It, there wasn't anything new about him. You know, his yeah. character was just... Eh. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the winner... Yes. For the Stinky Bean... Stinky Bean. <laughs> is Walter Goggins from Tomb Raider. Because he just couldn't do it. And that movie was just so mediocre. Yeah, he's so he, bad. He couldn't do it. And that the thing with that Tomb Raider movie is, I, I think I over, I, 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 I well overshot that thing. I think I could have told you that. I think and, I did and tell I you think, that. Uh, <laughs> I think you did, but it, it made its way down the, you know, to be the middle of my list. But it's they didn't do that actress any favors with the cast of characters that they had in there. I think this the story the story was the story was fine. I was fine with the story. The little twist thing at the end with the the disease and all that and not really being hocus pocus kind of thing was a really cool thing. I just think they needed to beef up the supporting cast around her because she was a pretty much I say no name, a no name for me because I had never seen her in Anything else. So I think they needed to have better people around her, which they just didn't do. I mean, I feel like it's just, you know, a very mediocre movie. I think they could have, I mean, we're going into the movie instead of the villain, but it's kind of like that was what kind of Mm -hmm. played his part of his role. It's kind of everything was mediocre. The action was Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, been there, done that. The adventure part of it, it's kind of like, you know, Movies that, you know, you think of Indiana Jones, well, it mm-hmm. wasn't done. You know, that's something that you hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. 
that kind of, but now it's like you need, you're going to have to bring something new and it just didn't bring anything new. No, considering that you, you've had, you know, I, you know I, I say three Indiana Jones movies. You've had four, right? Mm-hmm. But that fourth one was. I, I don't count that. It's a crystal turd. And then you've already had what, two Laura Croft movies already. You've already had those. So you've had this type of stuff. I just stuff feel like, I don't it. know what it is, but video game, our movies based on video games, I just don't think ever work. But I think this one made the most money, I think. I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen to that podcast, which I'm not going to. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm ready to move on. Yeah, let's do <laughs> Way it. Way too much time well, talking about Well, that's the thing is, is you can just rant... You can I know. Just it's rant. so it's easy. It's easier to to rant on something than to give it praise all the time. Yeah, definitely. That's what's wrong with society today. Yep. All right. Uh, worst CGI character: the crocodile from Rampage, the wolf from Rampage, Juggernaut from Deadpool, and Venom. From Venom. <laughs> uh, the winner of the Stinky Bean goes to the wolf. I... This this movie, when it was... it was I mean, it was off the fucking rails. Most of it anyways. For a lot of reasons. But the wolf... To have the wolf have porcupine quills... And a flying squirrel wing-like stuff. I just don't understand. Was ridiculous. I thought when he was in the forest and he was running around, I thought he, he looked he looked pretty cool. He looked like you know kind of a mutated wolf, but it it, it it was okay. But then they go ahead and they super trick it up and do all that stuff. And then the crocodile is even bigger than he is, and he's super tricked up. And then the gorilla was the smallest one out of all of them, and he was just kind of an oversized gorilla. Right. That was white. He didn't. He wasn't. And he was white beforehand. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't tricked up in any other way like the other two. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? I mean, it just is unnecessary, stupid. I mean, the wolf. It's like, ooh, let's give him this. Ooh, let's. I mean. This you would see, be with awesome. the wing, I mean, everything mm-hmm. with them, it's just kind of like, okay, this is over the top. This is dumb. You know, you're thinking people are going to go, oh my God, this is so cool. Oh my gosh, he can fly. Meanwhile, people are eye rolling and laughing at the stupidity that they just saw. I, did, I missed half the movie because half of my eyes were rolled back. I just didn't understand it. why you needed to make the wolf fly and give him quills. I, I, I don't understand that. Like, the, the, the stuff that they gave the, the crocodile, they gave him, like, big old hog tusk, too. I'm like, what the... And then some big old tail that smashed shit. I'm like, why are these two... Did, did they turn sooner and they're still... And the gorilla's still mutating? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't it just seemed dumb. Couldn't you have just stopped at a giant crocodile? I'm sure that, that there was some executive producer in there thinking, hey, this will be really fucking cool if we can make the crocodile super huge give him some tusk give him some other stuff to make him really cool and you know what let's stick some fucking wings on the wolf <laughs> there you this, go. this is what people want to see because we just can't have big huge giant monsters and have it be enough i know so okay all right so let's move on the worst visual effects the nominees are A Wrinkle in Time, Deadpool 2, Venom, and Rampage. The winner is Venom. This is a movie that would have uh, done itself a favor by going into the production schedule that Aquaman did. Yeah. Like, big or time. Or maybe like, read a comic book and figure out like how Venom actually interacts with his hosts. His symbiote. I just there was there was a lot of stuff that I just I didn't like and and I didn't like it and I I was trying so hard to talk myself into liking it when we saw the trailer and Eddie Brock falls off the motorcycle and the symbiote stretches from you know his torso to grab the motorcycle and I got a big 
um, this is what they're doing kind of thing. And then when he's in his apartment and his arms do his arm, it's just, it was, it was very cheap. Looking. Very, it, it, it was just, it was just very cheap. I mean, the thing is, is I think that Venom is a rated R character and they PG 13 oh, him. Yeah, and they did. Some of that stuff is like, you know, 13 year old kids would think that's funny and cool. And that's, I mean, hey. Oh yeah, how much I, money it made. It's, I, they're not doing changing it. I mean, but I it's kind of like if, that's the thing. It's like, do you want to stay true to the character and do a good movie that is, you know, mm-hmm. going to be like the visual effects for that movie should have been they they should have been awesome. Then mm-hmm. they could have been so much better on how they did things. And yeah, and it didn't needed to be rated R. We needed to have body parts and heads and all kinds of stuff everywhere because he talks about it, but then he. You never see any of it. All walk, all talk, no walk. So yeah, to be so be a you know twelve or thirteen year old kid. Oh yeah, this is right up your alley. Because if I was a twelve or thirteen year old kid, I would have loved this movie, and I would have said hands down, best fucking movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> there's there is no way there is anything better on this planet than Venom. <laughs> but I feel like even thirteen year olds. I mean, they go to see Avengers. And then you compare those two. Well, I I, just, I, I know, but I'm 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 saying when you're a 12, 13 year old kid, yeah, they're all fucking cool. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is cool, but it's hilarious. They're not. They're not all fucking cool. Yeah. So okay, here we go. The stinky bean for the worst lead in a movie. Nominees. Nominees are the Rock. For Rampage. You mean Dwayne Johnson? Sure, man. We know him as The Rock. And if you don't know, get out from under The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tom Hardy for Venom. Um, Alicia? uh, uh, It's just Alicia. Alicia. Vic Onder. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Vic Onder. For Tomb Raider. Um... The winner is Tom Hardy. This was... Yeah, a bit of a theme. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, it's... Yeah. It was kind of a... It was a... I just... I just... I think... And I think we talk about it when we talk about Venom. I think Tom Hardy is one of those actors. And, you know, nothing personal. But I think he's just a bit overrated. Like, people think he's... But I can't think of a movie that I think he does. I mean, like, I didn't like him in Bane. Or, I mean, I didn't like him as Bane. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I, I tend to agree with you because I think I was one of those people before going to see Venom. I was one of those people thinking, oh, he's he's great. What are you talking about? He's he's great and all this other stuff. And then we go and see Bane and and you mean Venom? Venom. And somewhere along the way, I was like, I, I think I think I might I think I might have over rated him like a lot of other people have done and i don't know if that's just the christopher christopher nolan effect Mm -hmm. that he's been in christopher nolan movies and people are like christopher nolan can do no wrong all of his movies are fantastic and so all these people that are in his movies they are too fantastic i uh, don't think so don't think so um, a little offshoot here. Uh, we do have a uh, worst team, worst team up, yeah. which uh, when we were putting this Just list together. Just a little together, honorable mention. Yes. Uh, worst team up. Um, not like an official stinky bean, but we're going to give them. Uh, Chris Pratt and Dallas Howard for Jurassic Park. Those two mailed in their jobs for that movie. It's like. We're, we're just here to collect a paycheck. We know that all these people are here just to see the fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. So we don't really have to do anything but just run around, run around, scream, have a couple little one-liners here and there, have some awkward, you know, sexual tension between the two of us and enjoy the dinosaurs. Yeah. So, all right. That gets us to uh the uh, worst movie of the year. It is uh Rampage. Probably a lot of people out there thought we were going to go Venom and we I mean, it's very, it's very, very well could have. I mean, yeah, it, it is runner up. Um, yeah, it's it's rampage. That that whole fucking thing was a nightmare mess. 
and I am glad that I will never watch it again. I'm sure at some point my boys are going to want to see it. They're going to have so much other stuff and, to watch. They, well, who cares? I, well, I know, but eventually they'll, they'll no, swing around so. to this. Oh. No, I don't think so. Giant monsters, yes. There's going to be another giant monster movie. I know. Well, yeah, we got Godzilla coming up. <laughs> All right. So that, that that is it for the uh, Magic Beans and Stinky Beans for 2018. Let's roll into uh, what I what I brought up at the beginning of this. 2019. 2019 movies, Carolyn. <sighs> Which one are you most interested in seeing? I say that as in. I know you're, the one that you really want to see is Avengers. We all know that. It's probably on the tops or near the tops for everybody. But which one out of this list I'm going to give you are you, are you, are you interested in? Like thinking, you know what? I've got my interest peaked on this one. We have Glass. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lego Movie 2. No. Captain Marvel. Yes. Shazam. Eh. Hellboy. Eh. Avengers 4. Godzilla, Dark Phoenix, Men in Black, New Mutants, Joker. As of now, those are some of the movies I, I just kind of threw together thinking these fit into what we do. So let me just write these down. Okay. So And, 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 I, and, I, and I, I, I'm blindsiding you here because you didn't know I was going to do this. But out of these movies, which one kind of intrigues you to see and which one on here do you think is going to be complete? Garbage. Well, there's a few. Well, yeah, I know, but you have to pick which one you think is going to be like the turd of the year. I mean, <laughs> it gets no lower than this movie. Well, I think the one I'm most excited besides Avengers would be Captain Marvel, just okay. because of you know it's the first full female lead. You know, she plays a big part in a, uh, in Endgame. Mm-hmm. What is that role? You know, I'm also excited, to kind of. You know Jude Law's character, what all of that, you know, the all the Cree and all the mm-hmm. stuff that is involved with her and all that. I've said that's what I'm most excited about. I, I mean, I have to say I'm interested in, you know, I mean, not in a excited, but the Joker movie. Uh huh. I was going. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing what they're gonna do with it. I I mean, it's not one that I need to see. Like, ooh. That's yeah. what I've been wanting is a Joker movie. Mm-hmm. But with Joaquin Phoenix and what are they going to do with it? Well, how are yeah. they spinning this story? It's kind of kind of an intriguing kind of idea, I guess. Um, I mean, a movie that might be kind of fun is The Men in Black. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's got it's got the uh, Thor Ragnarok team up back. Yeah. And I don't know, see what they do. I mean, I always liked Men in Black, but it's kind of, I feel like it could also be a bomb where like when Men in Black came out. Ghostbusters? Yeah, Ghostbusters, which also had Chris Hemsworth, but also even like an Independence <laughs> Day. Like Men in Black was when people were really big into aliens. Mm-hmm. Now people, it's like you're trying to bring something back that nobody really asked for, ah, but I do feel like it could go the way of Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see, what else? Godzilla have no... I think the characters will probably look cool, but all of that stuff just makes my, ugh. Yeah. What else is on that list? Glass. I mean, I mean, Glass, I have never, I'm going to go into this movie not seeing any of the prequels. Yes, because that's what, that's what we've decided to do. Since Carolyn has not seen the other two, she's going to go into this and see Glass and give us her point of view from there and then... I have the task of watching Split because I've already seen Unbreakable. So I'm going to go into it watching the previous two and we're going to come at it from those angles. Mm-hmm. So. Works we'll, for me. Well, yeah, yeah, it works for you. I, I got homework <laughs> to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess for me, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, like you, it's, I want to see Captain Marvel. I, I kind of want to see what. Isn't Spider-Man in there? Isn't Spider-Man come out this year? Oh, yeah, it does. It's Spider-Man. Far yeah, from home. Far from home. It's in here somewhere. Um, yeah, I never wrote that down. But Shazam? I mean, yeah, that's one that, I mean... I, I do, I, I do like, the, the first trailer for me I thought was pretty funny. 
but I just I I have a feeling that that thing if it gets off the rails, it's it it's gonna be bad. It's like I look at that and I think, okay, can it be kind of in line with like the Ant Man movie, like the original one? Mm-hmm. Can it be kind of like 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 that? I feel like so you know right now Justice League and all of their movies, it's like they're all have to be dark. Like, they feel like all of the movies need to be dark. Mm-hmm. And that's what they, you know, Batman, yes. I mean, that's what Batman is. He's dark. But then Man of Steel, Justice League, Batman versus Superman, they still kept all of that dark. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a complaint. I feel like with Shazam, it's going to be total opposite. Now, are you going to go too far the other way now to try to balance it out? It's like, yes. You need to be funny. You need to have that kind of lightheartedness, like you mm-hmm. said, Ant-Man. But Ant-Man wasn't all laughs and giggles. There was some serious moments. It had oh, yeah. a serious storyline. I feel like for Shazam to work, it's going to have to have those funny moments, but mm-hmm. it's still going to have to have something yeah. that's going to kind of keep it... It's like, mm-hmm. I'm just afraid mm-hmm. they're going to go too far the other way, and it's going to be stupid. And not... It, 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 that's, very, it very well could be. That... That's what I'm afraid of. It's like when when I first saw the trailer, I thought the first trailer was 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 really good. I was really and I feel anticipating like... it. But the closer we get to it, and the, the more I think about it, the more I think that man, that thing, that thing could could go bad. I just feel like the one thing that makes me weary is okay. I I like Chuck. You know what? I can't remember what his real name is, but the fact that they made his suit so big—it's mm-hmm. cartoony. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't—I feel like that's a symptom of you going too far the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, does he need to be that? Big? He needs to be. It's like I, I am curious if this movie is—if it is good enough to where they do say yes, we're going to give it a sequel, and we're, we will have you know, black Adam in it. It's like, I am very curious to see what those two look like side by side, because you know, the rock is bringing it and he doesn't need no fucking rubber suit. Right. And so what, what, what's it going to look like with those two standing next to each other? Or if this thing, you know, if it goes well enough to where they say, yeah, we're, let's have Shazam with, you know, in a Superman movie or, you know, something else like that. What is all, I mean, because Superman isn't like? even as big. I mean, Superman no. looks like a a very fit person. It's like Shazam I don't, it's just like needs I, to be a very fit person. He's already going from a kid to an adult. Yeah, I guess he doesn't I, need to be. I don't understand the why top. they needed to make him so big in the rubber suit. Is it is it because that, that that they have the Rock for Black Adam? They feel like they need to have somebody that's really big to. I don't know to do that's, it. I don't know. I feel like. I just feel like if they were going to do that, then they should have gotten somebody besides the guy they got. Because he, I, I know. I, as much I as he can work it up, he just doesn't have the frame. I feel yeah. like the, the worst, the part that's going to bother me is his neck. His neck's mm-hmm. not going to f- match the shoulders. Yeah. And that's where I feel like it looks like he's in a suit. Now, when they do the actual movie, maybe they did better CGI. Maybe they make it look better in the movie movie. And maybe when the preview came out, it wasn't as finished very possible. But very I don't possible. know why you would do that. But this is also one of those other movies that I feel like was like fast-tracked. Like, we heard that they're going to do a Shazam movie, then all of a sudden, bam, there's a fucking trailer for it? Yeah, I just feel like with Justice League, it's like, nobody cares. Why can't you give me the movies I care about? Flash, mm-hmm. Green Lantern, um, any other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's yeah, do I, the I big know, ones. I, I mean, even Martian Manhunter. I'd rather see a Martian Manhunter hunt a Martian Manhunter than a Shazam. But anyway, yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's all I got. That's it. That that's it. No more. Okay. This, this episode is probably long enough as is. <laughs> We're trekking right on time. Okay. Good. Good. With that being said. <laughs> that being said. <laughs> I think that's gonna wrap it up for us for this week. And for 2018 movies, mm-hmm. 
that's gonna now we're ready to start with fresh with 2019 and is that what next week yeah glass glass is next week so we'll be reviewing that in a couple weeks we'll mm -hmm. see at the end of next week then we'll have the next week blah 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 anyway <laughs> this is it folks but anyway, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. You can also always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, you know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So until next week, we'll be reviewing. We're going to try to have two podcasts next week. One is going to be our final review of Titans. It wrapped up its season. We have a couple episodes to talk about and then doing our big five on Titans. And then we're going to be kicking off this next half of the season for uh, all the network shows starting back up that. So that'll be next week. Let's see if it happens. <laughs> Until then, we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye.